Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the next episode of Muddled Thoughts Podcast. I'm Ryan. I'm Zach. And this is Max. Today we're going to be discussing all things sports and how COVID and the late season is affecting all of that. Uh, But before we get into that, uh, did we want to touch on this thing called COVID? On this thing called COVID, you say? The Rona. (laughs) The Ronas. Um, I guess we can a little bit. There's been um, some interesting developments here over the last day or so, I believe. Um, have you guys seen the different statistics that the CDC put out? Yeah, I saw a couple things for it pop up on Twitter. I don't, you know, I didn't look too deep into it, but it's it's either way, it's compelling, uh, compelling development. Yeah, I guess it's interesting just the like how different people are taking the statistics. So the statistics that we're referencing, of course, are all the headlines that you're going to see are like that 6% of reported deaths were like only COVID essentially where 94% of the the deaths were Uh from other sources Uh or they were like a combination of underlying issues. So yeah, that's the, uh, those are the headlines you're going to see. I was watching an, an episode of Louder with Crowder a little while ago, and he said that the average pre-existing condition number is 2.6 pre-existing conditions per patient. Right. Like, right. That's, yeah. That's a crazy number. Exactly. And. So I think a lot of people are going to jump to the conclusion that um, like COVID has just been blown out of the water because of this number. And I don't think that's the right conclusion to have based on this information. I think that at the end of the day, it's, it's a good thing because to me that says that it's not as serious as we were initially led to believe or people were saying to begin with. I mean, right. I think that, again, because like you said, Ryan, there's the average person has 2.6 underlying conditions that is dying from COVID. So that means that to the average person who doesn't have those underlying conditions, that your risk of dying from the disease is very low, which we already knew to begin with. Right. And I mean, that's not to say that it's, it's a pleasant thing to have. I mean, I know a few people who have had it, and it's not great, but is it the worst thing ever? I don't think so. No, and I know people that have been affected by it, too. I mean, it's, yeah, I dislike any other time that you'd get sick. It's not going to be pleasant, but right. Um, as long as you're relatively healthy, I, I think that you'll be okay. So Right. I guess, and and at this point, with everything COVID-related, just there's so much variance and gray area in how things were reported, where the statistics are coming from, who's interpreting them, that I just have a very hard time believing any of the statistics that come out, even if they are coming from the CDC. I mean, when this first happened, just how people were reporting a death, whether it was COVID-related or not, was concerning it's like how can anybody trust the the statistics when it's not the same for every single state or even every county so that's why that's why it's just like when it comes to news like this 
personally, I would take it with a grain of salt, but I'll let everybody come to their own conclusion. I don't want to tell you how yeah. to think. I respect everybody's, you know, opinions and decisions on the whole situation. I just like to, you know, enlighten myself with the facts once in a while. Right. It's fun to stir the pot, too. <laughs> See what people have well, to say. Right. Said, All right. I'm, well, now that we cl- cleared the water on that, sorry if you were going to say <laughs> something else. But so yeah, there's your timestamp for the uh, the video and the recording. If you're listening in the future, so yeah, right, yeah, you'll know when we recorded this episode. If you're not watching live, so to get to that, we we skipped over a very important part of you know our episodes. What's everybody drinking? Oh yeah, that's right, Max. What do you got Can't over see. there? Did you sneak one in? ahead of time um sneak in as in i got a glass of whiskey five minutes ago yeah so yeah uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> i didn't see you grab anything that's, that's right i'm nice. very stealthy um yeah so i just i'm trying to finish off that bottle of um the johnny walker song of fire i know oh, i've yeah, had it for a while yeah thrones hmm. limited edition one yeah so i'm trying to finish it off i want to move on to something something new something fresh so fresh, so clean. <laughs> like Ziploc. I didn't want to go there. Yes. <laughs> this is not sponsored by Ziploc, by the way. Nope, don't sue us. <laughs> no could sponsor. Be, could be potential Ziploc sponsor, sponsor in right? the future. You never Metal know. Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, so you can't see it, but in my... In my uh, water bottle i got over here I, i'm drinking a, a good old john daly i'm drinking the name brand um arnold palmer mix and it's spiked so arnold palmer has an actual spiked beverage and it's pretty good it's is that made good. by the same manufacturers of well manufacturers the same makers of twisted tea um i don't I, think although i'm so. sure I'm sure a lot of people have an Arnold Palmer because I don't know that it's necessarily a trademarked cocktail name. Well, I thought oh. that it was like trademarked by Arizona Brewing Company because they are the ones that have the Arnold Palmer, like the big cans are just regular. Like Potentially, but trademarking is different between non-alcoholic beverages and alcoholic beverages. It's two some completely separate trademark requirements. Ah, but... The more you know. I don't know. No, I, I'm <laughs> I don't sure know. Arnold Palmer himself's probably wrapped up in that whole situation too. So who knows? Right. I mean, what the hell's even going on here? Hey, All right. All right. <laughs> I have. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. I've never met him. <laughs> I have um, Jim Beam Devil's Cut. Devil's Cut. Today. It's it's all the, the the leftover whiskey that's extracted from the staves of the barrel. So essentially, the loss that you get from evaporation and absorption, they re-extract that and bottle it. Why would anybody want that? Isn't that supposed to be the bad stuff? Um, kinda, yeah, most of the time. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Ryan, I didn't mean to take a dump on your drink. I'm just, I'm no, surprised it's, by it's, that choice. It's not great. Um, I just it was on sale and the the label is more appealing than anything. I thought I'd give it a try. But yeah, the the whole point of barrel aging something is the the bad tastes get absorbed into the wood and then the sugars get pushed out. So I, yeah, 
yeah. I... Can you show the label one more time? Yep. Mm. Oh, okay. Cool. So it's got the the oak grain and everything, and yeah, mm. suppose. it's a little you... sweeter than I'd like. Really? Interesting. Yeah. All right. You are the one familiar with making the quote unquote cuts, so you know all about. <laughs> right said alcohol well cool sounds like we're primed and ready to go for what is sure to be a thrilling episode of the muddle strap in riveting content here (laughs) with yours truly ryan what are we talking about today well we're talking about what is now the 2020 sports season for the mlb the nba and the nfl and oh boy, um, it was it was supposed to be, you know, in the spring when everything started, but we had to put it off a little bit. But now with all the controversy and everything kind of not going quite as planned, I would assume I felt like it was a good as good a time as ever. Yeah, and there's controversy everywhere as far as how people are handling COVID just in general, like what each league is doing, but then also how each player or I guess the players are reacting to COVID and what they're doing. Right. Cause what was that? Is that, is it football that there was somebody at like a training camp that was sneaking women into the bubble not too long ago? I did not no? hear about that, but that, that would make a g- good article to read. I, I would think. Yeah. I, maybe I should have looked that up ahead of time, but I know that's a thing. It's definitely a thing. I mean, I can do a quick search on the Googles here while we're talking about the other other things. Yeah. Uh, you know, I hate to say it, though. I have not been paying nearly as much attention to sports as I would have been otherwise because of no. COVID and how, like, the seasons are abbreviated or they're in a different format. It's just not yep. the same. So I, I don't know. Maybe that's just the reason why I'm not as interested this time around and it's all the the postponed series and the rescheduled series and you know the the boycotts and it's just why pay attention to a sports season when there's not even any 100 percent certainty that it's actually going to finish i mean yeah that's a good point I didn't this even time of year that. is this time of year is when i'm supposed to be tuning into every brewers game and not missing a beat because this is playoffs this is playoffs. what matters and now we're in the beginning of the season when it's normally, you know, cutthroat. Mm-hmm. Um, Seahawks yep. cut a rookie who disguised a woman as a player to sneak her into the quarantine bubble. There by the way, go. yeah, Seahawks. <laughs> yeah, as you Good do. Old Seattle, see, man, Seattle's just not. See, they're just getting I hit real hard by everything. I wasn't talking out of my rear. I knew that was a thing. Right. I don't even know how to pronounce a dude's name, so I'm going to close that tab and we're going to move on. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Just saying. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. I, I feel like I don't care about the sports season so much because A, I don't know if it's going to end, and B, it's in a totally different format that I'm, I guess I'm not used to or whatever. I, I didn't put in the effort to really figure out exactly what is going to happen. Depending right. on how many people get COVID, how many people don't. Yeah. With baseball, I, isn't the 
the thing like depending on how many games they play isn't there a certain amount that they have to play to be qualified for the playoffs at the end of the season yeah and then there's the whole wild card race as well after you know you get the playoff berth or you make the cut i mean if you clinch the wild card you're basically one of the last people to get into the playoffs or one of the last teams to get into the playoffs. So, right. I mean, that's how it is normally, is it? Right. And yeah, I mean, and it's just weird that they had to kind of reduce everything. I would think that because of that fact, the required games would be shortened, but I haven't, like you said, I haven't really looked that far into it because there was so many rule changes, so many procedure changes, so much uncertainty as to when it was starting that I just focused on other things. So, yeah, it's tough to want to pay attention to sports when it seems like we've all kind of got our own things going on this year, too. I mean, Mm -hmm. like it or not, I mean, COVID's had a lasting effect on just what all of us have been doing for the last four months. I mean, I feel like a broken record at this point, but I have to keep bringing it up because it's true. I mean, I'm still at home. I'm still working right here every single day. I don't go into the right. office. I don't think we're planning on returning until next year, like I said last time. So it it's still around. It's still here, unfortunately. And I that's the other uncertainty of the whole thing. But, yeah. I mean, despite the fact that, you know, you have all the lost games and extra measures and stuff. I feel like the players are still kind of giving it their all. Mm -hmm. It's like a a short sprint season, you know? Yeah. So they can give her. It's weird because Ryan Braun seemed like he wasn't going to be real uh, good this season. He seems to be kind of dwindling. I mean, he's got ups and downs, but this year, I mean, he just had a three run homer the other night. So I don't know if it's just because it's an abbreviated season and he knows he's not going to wear himself out as easily. He's just given it. Mm. Maybe. I mean, how has Yelich been doing? Has he been um, doing well? I know he had a rough start when they actually started playing. Yeah, He had a real rough start. I mean, Council even addressed it. He said, you know, he's having a hard time getting back into the swing of things, but we're going to get him moving up. And I think the last three or four games, he's done pretty well. Um, get back into the swing of things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right. Yeah. No, yeah. No pun intended. Um, I know as usual, Keston heroes doing really good. Um, Eric Sogard just had a walk off two run Homer the other night. So that was pretty cool. Sweet. Um, What's the so with baseball just specifically? I imagine having a shorter season has made their pitching strategy much more different, though, as far as uh, what guys that they're going to put in there and how often. I would think so, yeah, just because they don't have to keep them. I mean, it's only abbreviated by what 26 games, 24 games, so it's not a huge difference. Um, Gosh, I didn't even but, realize that it's still that many games. It's just we're so far behind. Yeah, I, th- I don't I mean, don't quote me on the numbers, I, but I think that's where it is. But 
Um, yeah, I, I haven't seen a lot of difference in pitching strategy. I mean, it's still the, the three, the the staples: Suter and Woodruff and Hater, mm-hmm. and they're all doing good. But yeah, I I would really be curious to dig into how this is affecting overall strategy because you're still playing, you know, a lot of games. So to bring it back around, though. It's, it's like we don't know if this season's even going to end or it's going to be completed, I guess, is a better way to put it. So right. do teams just, you know, consider this year a wash and, you know, next year we'll give her? Or are people like, you know, maybe this is an opportunity to prove ourselves because maybe there's going to be more eyes on us if something big happens. I don't know. Right. And yeah. is, are there going to be an asterisk in all the scorebooks for the rest of the time because of this year, too? See, that's what I'm thinking, too, because we we didn't actually get into the regular season. It was still spring training, so we don't know how people would have started after spring training. Mm-hmm. So do the standings really count? I mean. These are questions I don't have the answer to, Ryan. Yeah, but I would love I, to know. <laughs> I would say asterisk probably if whoever wins the series just because it was so weird, but I don't know. Then, But then does that discredit the team for winning and say that they're not as good as they really are? Because that wouldn't be true either. I, I think if that is going to be the case, then everybody should just have the mentality that it's a regular season and the bounds of how long it is have changed. And I mean, it's the same for every single team. So I think it's not like one team has a ton more games than another, or I guess it could happen for some reason if they ended up not being able to play because of COVID illness. But right. I think that the risks associated for each team are the same and they should just go about the season knowing that. So yeah, I think in the history books it'll be weird, but it is what it is. And you gotta literally play with the hand you're dealt here. Um, right. Open, so. uh, you do bring up yeah. a good point about like Braun and Hayter and Yelich and the core squad of the Brewers. Um, we have written down here, is it time for Braun to go? No. Hot take, perhaps? Um, do I want to see him go just because of the fact that he's such a staple to the team? No, I'd love to see him stick around and maybe, maybe if he's not starting, maybe be reserve or maybe be some sort of, you know, training staff. Um, I think he would have a lot to offer to the team just because he's been around for so long. Right. I mean, he started in what, 2008? I believe it's and been a his, long time. A long his time. 2019 batting average was the same as 08, but he had a slight slump in the two years before that. So, I mean, he used to be MVP after MVP after MVP, and he hasn't had an MVP award since 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, he had quite a few good moments in the beginning of the season. And like I said, once we restarted here with the after the COVID break, he's had good moments too so 
I mean, with everybody, he's got ups and downs, good days and bad days. I feel he's not quite at the end of his rope, but he's definitely getting there. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of Aaron Rodgers in a way. I don't want to say that Aaron Rodgers is like at the end of his rope, but it almost seems like when they won the Super Bowl, like that was the peak because it doesn't seem like he's been all there ever since to right. jump football quickly. Which yeah. do we do we know what they're going to do for NFL? I know for college football, they're not playing in the Big Ten. Um, I do not. Uh, I know that practice has practices have started. Right, because the Seahawks guy was sneaking in ladies. Yeah, right. <laughs> Having a little fun before before work started. Yeah, um, I don't know. I guess that's another once again another thing we should have researched a little bit before we started. But um, I don't know what the NFL season looks like because. Out of all the different sports, they had the most time to prepare and come up with a plan, at least. Yeah, I mean, it's an ever-evolving situation, but it's the NFL. I mean, there's so many billions of dollars in the NFL. You think that they could figure out something, right? Yeah, right. Um, yeah, it looks like it's you know the regular season starting September thirteenth. Um, for the NFL. Yep. And carrying through. There's going to be it looks like I saw at the top of the article here, there's going to be a playoff rematch game for somebody. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't give the full schedule, but it's starting the 13th. Wow. So that's Sun- in two weeks, basically. <laughs> yeah. Sunday night football, full swing. Wow. Did it say who the the first game is? Um, I just closed it. One second. Um, Crap. (laughs) You can do it. I believe in you. Max, who's your favorite sports team? You've been very quiet. (laughs) I I am very uneducated on many (laughs) sports topics, including the ones that we're talking about. Um, are you saying my favorite sports teams, like, in general, like, out of all the different types of sports? Sure. I just wanted to bring you into the conversation, man. I, I don't know, man. I, I really enjoy um, going to Brewers games at, like, home games. Mm-hmm. I say that because I've never gone to away games before, but <laughs> I do enjoy a good, um, a good tailgate, a good, you know... Great experience going to stadiums. I've never been to Lambo though yet. Lambo's got a it's a similar vibe to like going to a Brewers game, but I guess it's probably I would just say it's a lot bigger if if I had to describe it. Cause it's just spread out over the whole city instead of one big parking lot as far as the party and tailgating goes. Right. Have okay. you ever been to Have you ever been to Madison for a Badger game on game days? No, I think I had an opportunity, but Ooh. I don't think I can made it. But yeah, I would definitely go if I had the chance today, you know, or in the future. I would say that Badger games are more fun than Packer games. I've heard that before, but I didn't. I 
what I don't know what the reason behind it is. Ryan, have you ever been to a Packer game? I have not been to a Packer game, but I have been inside of the Lambo atrium. Ah. So man. are you man, some Wisconsinites we are. Haven't even right. the I'm Packer. a disgrace. <laughs> um are you a real cheese head? <laughs> The, this the schedule for the NFL. It's pretty. September thirteenth is pretty action packed. Um, oh, I mean the Seahawks and the Falcons got the Battle of the Birds. Uh, got the the Browns and the Ravens. Uh, the Jets and the Bills. The Raiders and the Panthers and the Bears and the Lions. All starting off at one p.m. So I mean. Wow. And that's all on the 13th. Yep. Uh, the Colts and the Jags, the Packers and the Vikings, Dolphins, Pats. Nice. Nice. Eagles, Skins, whole bunch of people. And that's just one o'clock starts. Then you get into the 425s and then there's still Sunday night football. So it's going to be a busy day for, <laughs> for football. football fans. Yeah. I know... Brian has gone to uh, two NFL draft parties, fantasy football draft parties. Oh, okay. I was like, recently. Nice. All right. Yeah. So yeah. people are gearing up. I mean, it's just about time for for football. Football, football. <laughs> One thing I do want to jump back and touch on in baseball really quick is euchre. I was just about to ask, how is how is Uke doing without having all the all the fans at the stadium? He's probably From pretty lonesome can... up in the broadcast booth. Yeah, I mean it's just him and Jeff Lebring and their uh, their producer. But I, from what it seems, from what I can tell, he doesn't really like not having fans like at all. Is is just uh, I, I assume his demeanor, like his enthusiasm, probably isn't the same as it usually is. No, it's not as good. And because they're not traveling, um, he's there pretty much every game. But they have the booth set up to where they're right next to each other. So there's really no normally there's like a commentator change every couple innings. Yeah, just to give the other person a break. Yeah, they're both on pretty much all the time. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's his it's his 50th season as a commentator with the Brewers. And he can't even really. Yep. 50th season. And so he started broadcasting in 1971. Wow. That's a long time. I was listening. Yeah, right. I was listening to TMJ one morning and they had uh, David Stearns on the owner of the Brewers. And, you know, they said, you know, being Uke's 50th season, we got to ask you what, how big of a part of the Brewers organization is he and David Stearns goes are you guys seriously asking me this question Uke is the Brewers organization <laughs> yeah he might as well be on the team at this point right it's Get cool just the right the, the love and the recognition he has just is pretty amazing to me but yeah yeah the last couple times the Brewers have been in the playoffs I mean Uke has been right there and I mean he is very much a part of the team. I mean, he's in the, I believe he's been like in the locker room with them after games. and. Oh, yeah. After their uh, playoff win last year, he was, yeah. he did an interview from the room and 
got the Gatorade bath and the champagne and <laughs> everything. So it's all right, you hang in there. You get you can you can tough out this year. It'll be back to maybe normal next year. We'll see. Yeah, fingers crossed. Speaking of that, Max, you bring up a really good point. So, um, again, not sponsored by this app, but could be muddle thoughts podcast at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> uh, we were using the game time app last year a whole lot. Essentially, it's just an app that you use to purchase like last minute tickets for different sporting okay. or like music events. And Jordan and I would pick up tickets for Brewer games. We did it a couple times where you could get seats pretty much like down right behind um, home plate for like half price, if not even better <laughs> than that. Like we went, we were in row six when they were playing against the um, against the Reds. So it wasn't a great game, but uh, tickets were thirty dollars for literally oh, right wow. behind home plate. So yeah, that's. That's pretty good. So we'll have to go do that when uh when games are a thing again, Max. Cause it's a good time. It's a good time. Absolutely, dude. You know, I'm just looking at what we have going here. Do you remember that picture that I sent you of you and me and father and my father at Miller I, Park? I do. I do. I got sent that by Luann and she's like do you know where this is I was like yep on the ramps going from between levels at Miller Park I don't know where she found it I don't even I don't obviously remember that because I was probably eight or nine I don't remember that. It either I, I remember mm. you sending me the picture but I don't remember the picture itself <laughs> right yeah, so, we'll yeah have, I uh, mean, put that out on the on the social medias here after the episode, yeah. so everybody can see. And if any of the listeners have, you know, memorable pictures at Miller Park, we'd love to see them. Yeah, uh, send it to them on our on our Facebook page. That's probably the best place to put them. Yep. I just think it'd be fun to have, you know, that little connection there and kind of revisit when baseball was normal. <laughs> Is it not normal? Ish. yeah i'm sad this episode's kind of a downer but i'm also excited that sports are around at least there's something they could have easily just not done anything i was the the first day that i heard uke back on the radio after the whole shutdown oh tears of joy yeah once I could actually listen to Euchre and the Brewers again, yep, that was a good day. Did you go out on the on the back porch and crack open a cold one? Actually, I think I did. I think I was grilling that night. Yep. Nice. Nice. Yep. We've been trying to use the, the grills here a little bit more. We got grills down on the, the sun deck by us. That's about as yeah. close as I can get to being in the in the backyard with, with the grill. Right. It's close. You're there. It's the spirits the same. <laughs> yeah, man. We so the building did have like a bunch of different events scheduled for all the different sports games. Like we have tailgate parties that would have been going on 
normally. But again, all that stuff got canceled too around here. So right, I was kind of looking forward to that. Get to see all the all the old farts out and about with all their right all their gear on. <laughs> yeah, I was at the bar getting to go food the other night and they had the game on and everybody was in their gear and cheering it on, but it just wasn't the same. I mean, with no fans in the stadium, I feel like the players aren't as pumped up and just the atmosphere isn't as exhilarating, I guess is a word for it. Yeah, it does make a difference. They're doing their best because they're pumping stadium noise in there. Right. Yep. They're trying to nice touch. They're trying to simulate it at least a little bit, but of course it's not the not the same. I mean, but like you said, at least we have baseball. So we've got so baseball right now. We've got the NBA, which NBA is a mess at the moment. Oh yeah, right. The NBA. So I don't want to get too political and pop culture here, but the NBA just refuses to not be in the spotlight when it comes to politics. Now, whether it's right. stances on China, Black Lives Matter, I mean, just stances towards COVID, it doesn't matter. I mean, the NBA is always right there. And unfortunately, I feel like they're isolating a lot of their audience because there was a time when um, Michael Jordan, when he was playing, I mean, the, the NBA was rivaling the NFL as far as viewership numbers goes. And now the NBA has just been on the, the decline for years. So right. I I don't really watch the NBA unless it's the Bucks. Like I'll tune into the Bucks every once in a while if I've got some free time. But it's just yeah, it's not on the same level as the as the NFL. And I think it has a lot to do with what they've been doing recently, unfortunately. Personally, right. I don't personally I don't really care, but I know that there are a lot of people out there that do care about those kinds of things. So Yeah, I mean my big thing was you know, they they boycotted for one night. And then the next day, they just went right back on the courts like nothing ever happened. I mean, if you're going to fight for a cause, (laughs) fight for a cause. Well, I think they realized that they were shooting themselves in the foot because they get they have profit sharing with the teams. Part of the money that they make comes from actually televising and broadcasting the games. They're like, oh, wait, we're not getting paid. Oh, right. Maybe we should actually play. Yeah, maybe we should actually play the games. Right. Yeah, I Yeah, I don't want to get too far into that, but just it's weird. So all right, we got baseball, got NFL is coming up. NBA has been going on. We've talked about racing last time. We can talk about racing a little bit this time. If there's anything that you want to add to our discussion. I was watching the freaking Coke 400 at Daytona the other day. They had seven laps to go. No, 11 laps to go. They restarted, ran two laps, had a six-car pileup, cautioned, two laps, restarted, had a seven-car pileup, cautioned, restarted, had a 12-car pileup, red-flagged the race, and just timed it out, and everybody stopped. 
Wow. If you so can't steady. drive the car, <laughs> don't drive the car. <laughs> it's like NASCAR drivers go, oh, 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 we're restarting. I, I don't to, know what to do. I forgot how to drive. Time to slam into everybody around me. <laughs> right? Just break everything. It's like they're like Limp Biscuit breaking. <laughs> Max liked that one. I saw the smile. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Sometimes you want to rip someone's head off. Chainsaw. I, I <laughs> think maybe that's why they wear the helmets. I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> In case Limp Bizkit shows up, you got to protect yourself. <laughs> Mosh is at the races. Gosh. Why is that circle opening up in the crowd? <laughs> Are they imitating the race? Is that, is that it? <laughs> They're going around in circles. They just really like racing. <laughs> Speaking of, again, when things get back to normal, we got to take a trip down to, to Daytona, guys, and go for 24 hours. Um, yes. That would be you think we could- so much fun. Like rent an RV. We'll just get a big motorhome and we'll just go down there and park on the infield. Yeah, I th- I figured we would want to do something like that. Like go to the infield and and be there yeah. the whole time. Can you do that? Can you rent an RV? Yeah, Is that a thing. Oh well, yeah, there was a whole movie yeah. around renting an RV. Yeah, it's called. You need, like a special RV. license for that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Th- I don't know. I don't think you need a CDL or anything. I don't know. Zach, ask Grandpa George. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I, so. I guess if you can drive a U-Haul without having a special license. Yeah, I mean, I sure drove big trucks anything. for a living for a while. I could, I'll be, I'll drive. So I mm. think it depends on the state. <laughs> well, so, so that would... Okay, yeah, there's certain states that require a commercials driver's license for a RV. But so is just, that only the renting state or like if we cross through a state where you need one, we get pulled over or are we SOL? You know, I'm no lawyer and I don't <laughs> get paid enough to do this show, so <laughs> <laughs> just don't get pulled over in any state. Yeah, I mean, it's right. not illegal if you don't get caught. So just yeah, don't exactly. get pulled over. I don't know. But yes, I think that is a fantastic. Just just don't speed and don't have a questionable amount of smoke going outside the windows. <laughs> Bro, that's just the turbo. That's the turbo. It's smoking no, no, the windows a little are, bit of leak. The windows are fogged. The windows are fogged. <laughs> Officer, you want to hit this? Come on. <laughs> I mean, here's my license and registration. <laughs> Yeah, Wisconsin is one of the states that requires a Class B commercial license if the vehicle is longer than 45 feet. So we could get a shorter RV. I don't know. Get a shorter RV. Yeah, they have the little tiny ones. I mean, my dad had one. Yeah, yeah. You sleep above the the driver's seat. Yeah, that would. I mean, that'd be fine. How much time are we actually going to spend inside of the RV if we're at the 24 hours of Daytona? Very little. I would expect yeah. that we be out and about the whole time. It's it's an all-nighter, for sure. <laughs> just sleep the last night before we go back home, just so we can drive in shifts. 
Otherwise, right, we can we can even it. just we can all just spoon in the back of your truck if we you know. Yeah, desperate Max. times call for. <laughs> I like how you think. Just put a tarp up to... over the bed and you know call it a call it a night. Right. I don't even have to bring the space heater then. I mean, yeah, Max is pretty warm, so I think he'd be. That's right. Plenty of heat. I'll be the middle spoon. <laughs> Evenly disperse the the you heat between. You can be the meat. In the sand, <laughs> the meat. That's right, Max Fillage. <laughs> oh, I did not like that. I did not like that at all. Max didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> that was gross. <laughs> I retract. Too late. Internet's forever. Yeah, I mean. What is it? Jordan's mom and stepdad have gone down there a couple times and they have a blast. I mean, they are throwing uh, they're throwing parties pretty much the whole time while you're hmm. down there for the race. So we I'm sure we could get into some trouble if we uh, looked around for a little bit. It'd be a good time no matter what. I'm pretty sure. So indeed. But uh, to go back to our original discussion with sports right now, racing's pretty much going off unhinged at the moment. Mm -hmm. At least in our experience this year. I think numbers were down, but they're pretty much operating as normal besides the individual venues just doing their own thing. So I'd say racing's actually probably going the strongest right now. Or it has yeah, had to change the least. The most unchanged sport, I would say. I mean, hockey's kind of interesting, too. I mean, hockey's in the middle of the playoffs right now. So, Right, those are guys that can take a beating during the whole game. And you're going to tell me that they're not going to be able to handle COVID? Okay. Right, yeah. Same way you're- with with golf it's a bunch of dudes outside in the sun yeah what? it's it's golf is you know social distance already and you got to be quiet can't talk to anybody right so <laughs> mask is fine yeah you put up the paddle <laughs> no talkie hey, what, what sorry go ahead what what are you gonna say um, I haven't really been following golf much either, but I mean, I know that I, I wouldn't assume that anything would really be a fight. I know they were testing people like daily right before they just started, decided to start the season. But if is there even a golf season? I'm pretty sure the PGA just goes year round. It seems like it. Do they have like a two to three week just, you know, that's their summer break or spring break, whatever it is, and then they're back on or. I think like the Masters, after the Masters, maybe they sit in the hot tub for 45 minutes and then put some <laughs> Bengay on, but I'm pretty sure it's just <laughs> just rolls. <laughs> they gotta soak in all the prestige of their green jackets and then they, they're good. Yeah, right? They're good yeah. for the year. Yeah, what else? What, what else is there going on? Is there curling? Is there any curling championships that are going <laughs> on right now? Cricket? I don't Dude, know. Don't, we don't have any 
viewers from the UK, but they'd be all over you. You started talking right. smack about cricket. Ooh, cricket. Well, I I don't know. I don't know anything about it, so I can't really. I can't talk good or bad about it. What's just, the What's the like the MLS doing? So right now, there's a bunch of different trades that are going on. Um, they're still playing pretty much as normal. I think again, they're. Teams are trying to be in bubbles as much as they can, and they're doing testing. But uh, okay. otherwise, it's it's pretty much going on as normal, I believe. No people in the the stands, of course. Um, right. But they are having games. Yeah. And with my hiatus from Facebook, too, I haven't really been following this stuff either, but, you know. I feel like it's probably pretty similar in all of the major organizations. Yeah, I think bottom line is I'm I'm ready for this year to be over. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Just have Christmas and hooray, happy new year. Okay, clean mm-hmm. slate. Um, I keep bringing this topic up because I'm really excited about it, but Max and I have been talking more and more about skiing and snowboarding, which that's right around the corner. I mean, it's right almost September. So I feel like September is kind of the gateway to, to fall and autumn. So we're, we're almost mm-hmm. there. I'm ready for well, it to not you- be hot anymore. Is what yeah, I'm me too. looking forward to. You don't own a motorcycle though, so you can't say that. <laughs> What do you mean I can't say that? Dude, I want it like, I don't know. I kind of wish that I had like, I don't know, a dedicated warm place to ride a, ride my motorcycle around. You can go to Arizona or Vegas. Nah, that's too hot. <laughs> that's too hot. Oh, it's a dry heat. Well, no, Arizona's like consistently like 90 and 100 degrees. Yeah. Oh, just like Pfizer Forum parking garage. Just <laughs> do some hot laps. Yeah, yeah, right. Literally. Up down, up down. It's covered, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you prefer so, riding your motorcycle at night or during the day, Max? At night. At night. At night. Hey, there's Remy. I saw her for half a second. You wanna say hi? Look, say hi. Say hi to the folks. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> She said, she said, daddy, apparently she sees. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm kind of ready for winter, too. I mean, I don't necessarily like winter up here, but if you guys come up and like snowboard and ski, I'll come with you. I'll give it another shot. I mean, if I anything, too you, much... could, uh, you could give your hand at skiing if you really wanted to. I would like to give it a shot. I've cross country skied before and I really liked that. So I'm thinking maybe. Mm-hmm. I was the same way this last year. I had done some cross-country skiing through school and just kind of on my own time. And then when we went, Max was getting back into the swing of snowboarding. And I'm like, I'll I'll try skiing, you know? I'll try downhill for the first time. And uh, I think you'll pick it up pretty pretty quick. There's definitely not as much of a learning curve as there is with snowboarding. And I like that I'm facing forward and have control of both of my feet individually. 
That is a that's thing gonna that be, you do. It's, it's going to be a big thing for me. You don't want to land on your butt like 50 times? <laughs> no? No. Oh. No. Darn. My butt was big sore after that. After that day. <laughs> it's big yeah. sore. Remember how you asked me when we left the car if I wanted a helmet? I'm glad I picked a helmet. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I, I asked I hope... you. I'm like, you're going to want one. <laughs> yeah. I hope when you guys come up this time, you know, the slopes are in a little better condition than that one was. That was that was rough. Yeah. Well, it was super icy because it had just been like a super cold winter and Mm-hmm. We like every time it snowed, it was always a wet snow. It was never right. just like, oh, nice, light, fluffy snow. No, it was in your face, wet. We're going to clog up traffic snow. And right. it made for kind of a junky season around here. But I hope this year is better. And um, yeah, I haven't looked at the the almanac or anything to see what kind of the farmers winter almanac. we're in for. Yeah. You know, gotta trust them farmers. They they know what's up. <laughs> but yeah, I'm totally down for, for making our way up there. I don't know if Max will join me. But pick days I'm Max off better and join you. Let's make it let's make it happen. Do we need to wait till next year for you to have more days off or what's yep. sitch? All right. Yep. All right. So early twenty twenty. Yep. Yeah. Just come up for my birthday again. I don't know what day it is, but that's a good idea. We should do that. Could go do a do a tour of everything. Go snowboarding, right. do some drinking, maybe some sat singing. Drinking. Uh, yeah, my birthday's on a Friday, so that works out. Sweet. Yeah, that'd be perfect. I take off that Friday, drive up there, have the whole weekend. Right. Sweet. Good. <laughs> so I think we've what we've figured out in this at this point in the episode is we've run out of sports. Yeah, like, like I said, it would be one thing if we were all actively engaged with sports, but we're not. I know. We're not. Just, usually, usually I'm right there. Usually I'm like, yeah, baseball, let's go. Yeah, but, normally this time of year, my my Lucroy jersey and my hat are on 24-7. You know, you gotta pay attention, but... Them's is the times, though. Wanted to touch base on the current condition, at least, you know? Mm-hmm. The, the disappointments is... Yeah. If you made it this far, let us let us know what season or what you're most looking forward to with sports. I mean, do you think that the season's gonna have an asterisk? I mean... Is is Braun past his prime? Will Yuke stick it out until next year? Is he going to be done? No, Yuke's going to stay here. We already know. Did you see the Ben Gamble force out at home plate? The most amazing Brewers baseball moment I've seen in years. I have not. No. Ben Gamble. So when did that happen? Right fielder. It was last week. It was a a pop out to right field. He picked it up and shotgunned it to home plate and they tagged the runner out. Everybody was challenging it. Like all the coaches came off the other bench. I think they were playing the Reds, maybe Cincinnati. 
Yeah, that's what it looks like. Hold on. I'm going to see if I can bring it up on the YouTubes really quick here. Maybe we can try something new and watch it on stream together. There we go. Forza at home. Brewers. Yeah. That one's pretty long. That's from three years ago. Boy. <laughs> um, oh. Hold on. Hold on. We're Hold holding. On. Oh, filthy. <laughs> no, sorry. Not going to happen. I'm not prepared. <laughs> I tried. Um, it's not there. It's in the I chat. It's in the chat. In the chat? All right. The... All right. Hold on. Wow, you, you had that queued up. I think that was the one that I just saw. Hold on. Do they I mean, actually? Bit... Huh? Do they actually show it in that video? That's that's just the interview with him. Oh, they don't actually okay. show well, it. You know, I tried. Yeah. yeah, that's okay. But you know, while we're talking about upcoming seasons, you know, fall and winter, are you duck hunting with me this year? I can. That is a thing I can do. So that's. That's another, that's kind of a sport. Yeah. When is that? <laughs> I've never gone duck hunting before. Uh, last weekend of September, first weekend of October. Oh, so it's coming up quick. Yeah. Sorry, Damn. folks, this kind of just derailed, but. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm for it. <clears throat> Are you going to go uh... whitetail hunting with us? I would like to. I would like to do as much hunting this year as possible because I haven't done it since I haven't gone hunting at all since Remy was born. Yeah. I'm trying to get Max to come hunting with us too. He's got to get Max. his license first, but yeah, you're right. You, you got to do the hunter safeties. The hunter safeties. It's so much fun. I look forward to it every year just because it's it's a nice break from everything. Don't right. have to worry about work or I try not to go on social media while we're there the whole time. So, right. Get to, I remember the year that I came with you guys. That was pretty fun. Just hanging out in the hotel rooms and going out for dinner and mm-hmm. getting the bar for lunch. Yeah, it it really is its own kind of culture, at least in Wisconsin. I'm not sure how it is elsewhere, but around here, it's it's it might as well be a state holiday. I'd say. Right. Well, that's like opening day of duck hunting for me. I mean, we used to sit out all day. We'd bring a grill out because normally there was a Badgers game going on. So we'd make some brats for lunch, listen to the Badgers and have a few brewskis and. Very nice. Bring a fishing pole out. Yeah, those are the real sports for this year hunting. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Woo. Those are going to be in full effect. That's all people are going to have left. Hunting. At least in this state. Yeah. Hunting and drinking. Drinking. Yeah, I'd like to talk about that more in the future. Um, we have to have a, have a hunting episode after everything this uh, 
this season talk about it but that would be that'd be good i could talk about that for a while that is a discussion for another time though we're starting to yes. get up there in time so you know what we time are. it is closing time you don't have to go home although you're probably already there but you can't watch our podcast <laughs> get done you keep singing it you're gonna make max have to sync up the audio every single time with <laughs> right times. oh do i do that often i don't even remember <laughs> you did it last time for sure last time yeah well shit <laughs> we're really gonna get copyright strikes no right? no about that song uh it's so stereotypical yeah <laughs> yeah nobody likes it Woo. no copyright strike we're good we're good we're still alive okay max right, well you've been so quiet this whole time you gotta go first here but you're, fine yeah you're fine cool. i see how it is um so i chose um song for the dead by queens of the stone age i don't know if any of you guys have heard this song you guys know no one knows of course yeah queens of the stone age yeah um so song of the song for the dead is the same it's on the same album of that song um but it's cool because the whole album has dave Grohl drumming on it of course and so that you know the drums are meaty and powerful and then right. the whole the production of it is really like dark and I don't know I think stoner rock is the right genre to call it if you know what I'm talking okay. about yep. stoner okay yeah if you look it up on like Google like by definition you'll hear some other bands with the same sound but um, what's interesting about this song is uh, it's tuned down a C standard That's so it's not like drop C or drop d it's c standard so it's two full steps tuned down from standard tuning on a guitar you love to hear it so it, it i do love to hear it it sounds cool <laughs> so he now and then um yeah i don't really know what the song's about but riff's killer dude so killer dude maybe it's a song dead. i mean i don't know the the lyrics are very <laughs> Um, they don't really say much, at least when I read them, but maybe there's a deeper meaning behind it that I'm not aware of. But that's my song. Alright, Ryan, you wanna go next? Yeah, so I'm jumping off the normal, you know, train that we have going for closing times. I'm going with Misbehavin' by Pentatonix. Um, Pentatonix, that's... That's not a name I've heard in 30 years. In ages. Yeah. So basically the song's about, you know, going out and clubbing and still being faithful to your partner, you know. But um, are you doing a lot of clubbing lately, Ryan? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just anyway. getting down. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I've been in an acapella kick lately, so. Um, but you know, as is standard for pentatonics, really good harmonization, real mm-hmm. good musical quality. Um, if you're gonna listen to the song, uh, two minutes and twenty seconds. Best part is. All right. If you're on a acapella kick, I'll recommend uh, Voctive as well. It's another good acapella group. 
They're most famous hmm. for like Disney medleys, and they get actual singers from the Disney movies that they're doing medleys on to come and sing with them. So really? all the all the singing is just spot on. It's great. So how what what's the name of them? Voctive. V O C T A V E. Okay. I was think I would thought you said Voctive, like Johann Sebastian. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you got? So this one's a bit of a throwback for me personally. I chose the heart from your hate, a trivium. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, trivium. Uh, I love I trivium. Highly doubt anybody besides maybe you and I, Ryan, have heard of trivium before. At least people that are listening to this podcast. I'm surprised that you enjoy a song by trivium, to be completely honest with you. But what makes you say that? No, I guess you've gotten heavier over the years. Yeah, I guess I can see that. Yeah. And you are right. Because I was not nearly as heavy as uh, as I was. <laughs> I no. think what ended up turning me heavier was listening to JJO in Madison. Because it, yep. it was the only good radio station, in my opinion. It was the only one that really played any kind of rock music. And it was yeah. always heavier. But this song would come on a couple times like on my way to soccer practice or something i just jamming out <laughs> um it's it's a real good heavy hard-hitting song um not really that much depth to the lyrics it's kind of like no just how passive aggressive people can be when they always feel like they're on the right side of a relationship and um, again, it's it's separating that that hatred from your heart, where maybe you were originally in love with somebody, but that relationship has kind of morphed over time, and you take advantage of the things that you know about somebody. At least that's kind of the the vibe that I've got from that's, this. Yeah, just yeah. kind of glancing over the lyrics. That's a lot of what it is. I mean, the the main thing that's repeated is to rip the heart from your hate so again separating love and and hate and how sometimes those things can get wrapped up in between each other so in between yeah, listen right all right well i feel like that was was a pretty good pretty good take on the current situation of sports without you know stirring the pot too much yeah, there'll be some uh, some pot stirring. That's for sure. <laughs> I I still want to hear back more from any listeners that we have. Again, hit us up on our email, Muddled Thoughts Podcast. We're on all the different socials. You can find us on, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, tweet at us. Let us know what you think. We want to hear from you. So that's all I got for the people. Alright, well, until next time, keep your glasses full. Max, wise words of wisdom for the people? Um, be smart. <laughs> and don't Basically, be dumb. That, uh, uh, what is that? <laughs> A anagram of don't be dumb? <laughs> don't be dumb. <laughs> don't be dumb. <laughs> Alright, well, thank you again, everybody, for joining us. And until next time, this has been the Muddled Thoughts Podcast. 
we'll see you next time. Deuces.